How can you achieve and maintain business growth? Harvard Business School Executive Education is now accepting applications for a new program, Driving Profitable Growth. Taking place in Boston from October 25th through the 28th, this program focuses on business expansion and organizational growth strategies that can lead your company into the future. Learn more about this three-day program for senior leaders by visiting hbs.me growth. That's hbs.me growth. You are Locked On Celtics, your daily Celtics podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team Every day. I'm so hyped right now. Anything's possible. Oh my mama. Oh my mama made it, man. Anything's possible. Rainy days. Jump shot fade away. This the best Celtics podcast day to day. Especially when the season get hectic. I stay waiting on it like receiving a Nets pick. Nothing like the terrible analysts on the TV. So in depth you might even hear a story on Gigi. So in depth they might do an hour about the D-League. So in depth you probably should pay him but it's a freebie. Yeah, John Corrales and J. King. Locked on trying to get the 18th ring. So you can miss me with the blah blah. No more Geno time. We watching Jay do the Zaza. Melly, Welcome back to the Locked On Celtics Podcast here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Thanks for making us part of your daily routine. We are here for you Monday through Friday. And on this, the Tuesday show, we've got a lot to talk about. Big discussion today from people in Washington, kind of sort of hinting that Al Horford's a dirty player, uh, or at least that the play on Markeith Morris was dirty. So we'll get into that. We'll get into Marcus Smart taking himself out of the game in the beginning of fourth quarter of game one. Isaiah got some dental work done today, missed practice. And then we will discuss Jay King really just getting his soul stolen from him on the court by one Brian Scalabrini, the White Mamba. Jay King joins me, John Corrales, here. We are the Rain and Jays, brought to you by, today by... Bloomthat.com. Bloomthat.com. It's not your typical flower site, and we've got a deal for you that's going to make your mom very happy. Mother's Day is coming up around the corner, and we're going to make you a hero to your mom with this gift. We're going to talk about that in a few minutes. Uh, but let's, Jay, for a moment, let's, let's celebrate something here because what people do not realize until right now is that they're listening to the top-rated team-centric podcast in the world. Shout in, out to us, man. In the whole world, the on iTunes, iTunes has its podcast rankings. There is no podcast that covers a single team like we do, like we cover the Celtics. Not one in any sport, anywhere, that is ranked higher than us. On iTunes right now. So that. Ooh, bitches. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Boom, bitches, indeed. Um, That is a credit to all of you who listen and who rate us. When we keep asking you to rate us five stars and to give us good reviews, this is what happens. This is the result. So. Really, thank you for doing so. Thank you so much because 
Not only that, in all of sports, in all of sports podcasting, we're like 137th, which out of what, thousands of sports podcasts in all sports, every major sport, MMA, all of that stuff, there's only 136 out there that are rated higher than us. And those are probably all like the big ESPN, Bill Simmons, those guys. We're right there in the mix with the big boys because, well, because we're awesome, but because you let everybody know how awesome we are. Thank you for rating us. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for all of that. This is a huge moment for the Locked On Celtics podcast, number one team-centered podcast in the world. That's pretty awesome. Right. I mean, I don't know. We might have been it for a while. I, I have never checked that before t- today if, yeah we might be we might be the rain in r-e-i-g-n-i-n-g j's are you sure you spelled that right nope i'm not sure either that's why R R E I G N R E I G N. yeah no just just let it go just let it go just rain they and know, jays they know what you mean yeah yeah that's right <laughs> all right let's talk some basketball Let's talk some no, basketball. Number one, baby. Number one. Yeah. We'll walk around, pat ourselves in the back a little bit. So Al Horford is like the nicest guy in the world. And the furthest thing from a dirty player. But I understand that some Wizards fans are, are upset. The Markeith Morris injury is a big deal, not that, not because he's this awesome player, but he's a player, key player for them, and they need him against the Celtics front court against Al Horford because of his athleticism and his ability to defend those 1-5 pick-and-roll Celtics just killed Gortat with. But people are upset, and there is some insinuation out there that Al Horford intentionally put his foot in Morris's landing spot so he could potentially injure him which any to me any insinuation of that is just total crap now there are people out there that I might be like well maybe but not not Al Horford that's like the last guy you would expect to to yeah that, that really does not seem like Al Horford and if you watched him on the court he went over over and said something to Morris immediately afterward, like apologetic. And he said he hopes he plays in game two. Like Al Horford seems like the nicest dude. Uh, I I just can't see it happening. Obviously, he contested the shot and came too close under Morris's airspace. You don't want to do that. Uh, it is a dangerous play. I don't think any it had any he had any intention of doing that. It it just because it's Al Horford like. We haven't seen him do anything close to dirty for a full season. He's been with the Celtics, and I, yeah, and then the, that happens. It, it was just unfortunate. I, I do think you know it, it is a dangerous play when you do that, and if the other guy gets injured, it's probably on you for for contesting like that and getting under his airspace and not allowing him to land. Obviously, they called him for a foul, but. To call it an intentional dirty play, it would be very out of character. Yeah, I, and this is this is the distinction. The problem is that for Wizards fans, it happened with Horford and Bradley Beal a couple of years ago when when Horford was in Atlanta. So 
they're making a connection. They're saying, here's Al Horford again, injuring one of our players again. And they're, they're making a leap. And to me, when you, but when you put those two pictures together and you throw it out there as an article and you can't just put it out there and say, no, I'm just saying it happened twice. The mere publication of something like that is an insinuation that you think he's doing it at least a little bit on purpose. And I don't think that's ha- that that's and the to case. Be clear, even I even will say, Morris said he's like I don't know whether he did it intentionally or not. Probably not. So it's not like Morris made a big deal yeah. out of it. He he didn't make a big deal out of it at all. No, no, it's it's yeah. a couple of members I, of the media. But that's yeah. I, I think that there there is it was a dangerous play, and and there's a combination of things. I just keep rewatching of things at play. There's that natural tendency now for a little bit forward. Like that's just the thing that every NBA player does. And then Al Horford closed out. Really hard and got too close. And when, when that happens, there's the potential for somebody landing on a foot. It's like Marcus Smart got called for that foul later in the fourth quarter, uh, I want to say against Bogdanovich. And he got in Bogdanovich's airspace, and he fell, and he got called for the foul. Smart got called for the foul. Same exact play, same exact play, except there was no landing on a foot. That's bad luck. Maybe Maybe there's a different rule that can come up with this. I don't know, but... It is dangerous. There's a reason why that rule is in place that you have to let a player land. Uh, I, I think that I'm surprised that when players kick their feet out like that a little bit, that this doesn't happen more often. <laughs> Are you blaming Morris? For no, his feet? no, it's not. I'm not blaming Morris. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm saying that there's, you know, how that that's a natural thing. It's not a Morris centric thing. It's it's every NBA player shoots and kicks their feet out. I'll put it okay. We'll do this. Jay Crowder kicks his feet out all the time. I'm surprised that people don't fall on Crowder's feet all the time. I'm actually surprised it's not a defender that keeps getting his ankle sprained. That's you know, it, I think there are just a couple of forces at play there that make it more likely, and it's an unfortunate accident. Boom. Good, good call. Let's move, on, <laughs> let's move on to something more interesting. Like Al Horford did not mean to do that. Let's let's get over it, everyone, please. I hope so. I hope that he can move past it. I think you know what would be nice if he sent. Maybe he should send Markeith Morris some flowers just to kind of make up for it. Yep. You know, send him a nice. I like how you did that. You know, like a nice bouquet, a nice I'm, I'm sorry bouquet. Which you can get, huh, interestingly enough, on bloomthat.com. Which, actually, we're going to be talking about Mother's Day. Guys, I'm going to bail you out here a little bit. You want to get mom some flowers, don't go get the flowers where you've usually been getting them. Don't go to the supermarket. Don't go to your corner store. Don't go to those other websites because they're not doing it the right way. Mother's Day, just around the corner, you want to send her a beautiful... Artisan designed arrangement from bloomthat.com. And here's the difference between them and the other sites. When you order from somebody else, 
those flowers are coming from anywhere. They could be they could be grown in another country. You don't know what you're getting. You could order a bouquet of roses, and if they're out of roses, they're just going to substitute something else. You don't know how long they've been out of the ground. That's not going to happen with BloomThat.com. Everything there is fresh. When you place an order on BloomThat.com, those, those flowers are still in the ground. They cut them specifically for your order. And if you click on something and they're sold out, they won't, they won't substitute anything. They're going to give you, you're going to know what you're buying is, what you're clicking on is what you're buying. It is handcrafted. A designer puts them together. It's not just paying some person minimum wage to throw, look at a picture and throw some flowers together or whatever it is. There's an artisan, there's a designer, a person paid to put these flowers together in a certain arrangement. So when you get those flowers cut when you order, there's no waste. Those flowers last as long as possible, and it takes less than two minutes to make the order. So handcrafted, as fresh as you're going to get, there's no hidden fees when you go to bloomthat.com. Uh, you, you don't click on... I mean, I, I've had this happen to me. You click on something that's like 30 bucks, and by the time all the extra fees go in, you're paying 60 bucks for that, the, those flowers. What you see is what you get. The price is the price. And really, you don't want to make your mom a liar. When you give her flowers, you don't want her to say, oh, these are nice, and not be nice. Don't make mom a liar. So go, go to bloomthat.com. Not just bloomthat.com. Bloomthat.com slash Celtics. We've got an exclusive offer for you on bloomthat.com slash Celtics. You get the best price on the bouquet, fresh pick, hand-designed, Instagram-ready. Premium designer vase that everyone else will pay 15 bucks for, you get that for free. You also, on top of it, get handmade caramel treats that normally $10 free for our listeners. So you get huge savings and $25 added value by going to bloomthat.com slash Celtics. That's B-L-O-O-M-T-H-A-T slash Celtics. No promo code, no nothing. Go to bloomthat.com slash Celtics. You're automatically getting that deal. You don't have to enter anything else in. You see the price. You automatically get a premium designer vase and caramel tweet treat, bleh, treats. Not tweets. They're not going to do your social media for you. Again, bloomthat.com slash Celtics for a premium designer bouquet, free vase, and treats. It's an amazing offer that won't last. You're going to be... The hero. You're going to end up being your mom's favorite kid after all of this. I'm not going to guarantee it, but it's going to happen. Say the name of the website one more time. I don't think I don't think you said it enough. But look, we're giving BloomThat.com/slash/Celtics <laughs> premium value for this read. They sent me flowers. It was the first time anyone's ever sent me flowers. They sent me flowers too. I got a I got a bouquet of tulips that look really really good. Yeah, my- I mean, that's a serious. Mine look beautiful. I'm telling man. you, man. They look they look beautiful. My my roommate made fun of me because I didn't know how how high to fill up the vase. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a I'm a clueless person in a lot of ways, um, and apparently, flowers flowers are one way that I'm clueless. But even you, because they're so fresh and so good, you can keep those things alive for a long time. 
Yep. They're beautiful. <laughs> All right. Uh, thanks to those guys. Okay. Isaiah Thomas might need some flowers because he spent practice today getting his grill realigned. Uh, I, I guess you don't, you're not a, a true superstar for the Celtics unless you get your teeth knocked out at some point at the Garden. It happened to Paul Pierce, right? Did it? Yeah. Remember when Paul Pierce got his two front teeth knocked out? I don't remember that at all. Oh, yeah. I, I forget what year it was, but I'm going to Google it while you're talking. Yeah, so Paul Pierce, Isaiah Thomas, you, unless you lose your teeth, you're not a real Celtic. So sorry, Al. You've got to lose your teeth first. I know you're having great <laughs> playoffs and everything, but got to lose some teeth. Isaiah, I mean, Jesus, like, can the guy catch a break one time? Just he had to go have dent, go to the get a dental surgery, get his tooth <laughs> fixed, replaced, whatever it was. But he'll have a tooth again, which is cool, and hopefully he'll still be able to shoot three pointers like he did in game one, like he did not in round one. Uh, but I don't think that's a real worry. Like Isaiah Thomas is a really good shooter. He is probably going to make a high percentage of his shots. And he'll just do it with a tooth this time. Yeah, okay. So December of 2002, Paul, the Tucson citizen, Celtics lose to Phoenix. Pierce loses some teeth. There you go. You, yeah, yeah. You got it. I remember that. I remember that. Yep. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Yeah, the, the Phoenix Suns, third quarter. Pierce went down after scoring inside against Amari Stoudemire. When Stoudemire was a rookie, he went up to challenge the shot. Pierce landed awkwardly. His right knee gave out. His arm was caught behind him. Pierce fell directly on his face. Yeah. Yep. That's that's no good, man. That's no good. But apparently you can play really well without a tooth. My favorite, my favorite, the, the best part of the aftermath of the Isaiah Thomas tooth incident was when Louis Tiant, came out of nowhere on Twitter and was like, the Tooth Fairy better give Isaiah Thomas the best <laughs> gift the Tooth Fairy has <laughs> <laughs> like, All right, man. Louis Tion, baby. Got to get Isaiah That's, that, that beautiful gift. That is so random. Get him some of that. Like, you boom could, that. Boom that. Yeah. <laughs> you don't need to lose a tooth to go to bloomthat.com slash Celtics and get yourself some great flowers. <laughs> one more time. One more time. Bloomthat.com slash Celtics. There you go. They're going to. They're earning it. Oh, man. We're giving them their money. They are. This one. We absolutely. Hey, look, that's what makes us the number one team centric podcast in, a, in the world. Great reads like that. All right. Uh, one of the things, one of the other things that ha- came out of practice today was Marcus Smart talking about that fourth quarter. Now, yesterday I talked about how crappy those lineups were. And for some reason at the time, and you mentioned it, for some reason at the beginning of the fourth quarter, Marcus Smart, who had had a, a pretty good game, just lost his mind, just couldn't play basketball anymore. And I want to say, I forget who came in, who checked in for it was, and, and they weren't even supposed to check in for Marcus Smart. They they were. Some, I think Steve. Okay, so Isaiah was coming. I think he was trying to get Rozier out of the game, and Smart was like, "Nope, I'm coming out." 
And he sat down next to old Al Horford, and they had a little conversation, and Smart went back in later, and everything was cool. But it was really interesting to hear him say, like, I needed to get out. I needed to clear my head. I needed to not hurt my team while I was out there because he knew he was falling apart. Yeah, that that was – I mean, it's not every day that a player admits that he asked to come out of the fourth quarter of a playoff game because he had just lost his scruples. But uh, Mark is smart, ladies and gentlemen. Like the guy is capable of anything. Um, two two things. If he had really lost his mind and lost his cool, then I guess it was probably better that he came out. But second thing, don't lose your cool, Marcus. Like it's <laughs> it's two turnovers. It's a foul. Just just move on. Next play, man. Like you had a. a Really good game to that point. Three blocks, three steals, a plus 12 in the box score. Like, just move on to the next play and let it go. Woosa. Woosa. There's no need to turn this into, like, this huge thing. It's not like like men's league where you're just, like, some worthless guy who's committed two turnovers and you're like, I, I need to get out of here. I'm done. It's over. You're like, I need to retire forever. It's... You're you're a good basketball player. You're you're worthy of a spot in a playoff rotation, and you could have really damaged your team if Jalen Brown hadn't been ready for the moment later in the fourth quarter. Like imagine if Jalen Brown comes in, screws up, the Celtics lose the game, and Marcus Smart had asked out of the game, and he had blown them a 15 point lead in the fourth quarter of Game One. That 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 was within the realm of possibility, and Marcus Smart is lucky it didn't happen. So get yourself under control, Marcus. Woosah, my friend. <laughs> and he is the most up and down and around type of basketball player. Like, just everything he does is so loud. And he, he knew he knew when he admitted it that some people were going to be like, what? Marcus did yeah. what? Um, but, I mean, it ended, up, it ended up helping the Celtics, I think. So... <laughs> Good you on know, him, I guess. I, I you know, you, I, I'll, I'll, I'll go that way with it because I think if, if you know, that's like in any situation when somehow people lose their heads sometimes, and but you can't, at, you can't, at least you can't get to that point. I, I agree. I agree with you. I agree with you on that. I agree with you on that. But he did get to that point, and so in that part of the at that moment, you realize like. Because we've all done it. It's, it's not like anybody is innocent. And I know it's a playoff game, but in ev- everybody has gone through that. I can't believe I lost my head in that situation. And he did. So at least, at least he had the wherewithal to say, just let me take a walk. Let me sit down. I'm going to talk to Al. We're going to work this out. And we're going to come back in the game and, and fix it. Mm-hmm. So at the very least, he made the best of a bad situation. <laughs> hey, I, I'd want to check out too if Boyan Bogdanovich was giving me buckets. Yeah, no, that's true. <laughs> I know. Look, it was that entire entire lineup was just terrible, and and Smart was one of the big reasons. It all worked out. You're right. If it didn't work out today, we would be all over Marcus Smart. He would be people would be losing roasted, their shit. Roasted people right would crush him, but. Because it worked out, I mean that's we, this is the 
the difference of perspective. You, it worked out, so it's not so bad. And it was still pretty bad, but it, he's lucky it worked out, and hopefully he won't do it again. Right. <laughs> It, it it would be ideal for him to not lose his head in that situation. It goes back to the greatest strength is your greatest weakness. Yeah. That emotion, that level of craziness that he gets is what makes him do some of the things that he does that allows him to make some of those crazy, crazy plays. But every once in a while, it comes back to hurt him. And he's a young guy. He's still, what, 22, 23? Like he's still figuring himself out, and it's this is part of the growth process. It, it, we want everybody to be a finished product right away, but Marcus Smart still in his rookie contract, so he's got a he's got a lot of growing up to do. Hey, he knows that. On the bright side, at least he didn't flip off a fan this time. See progress. <laughs> it's progress. You know. It's a step in the right direction. Yeah. You know, maybe next time he goes to bloomthat.com slash Celtics and buys a fan of bouquet. Uh, someone should really get him some flowers. Like, just, just send them to the TD Garden. Yeah. Marcus Smart, TD Garden, here's some flowers. Yep. Brighten his day. Take the edge off a little bit. Maybe he won't have to check himself out of the game. Yep. I know someone who probably wishes he checked himself out of a game today. Yep. Yeah, I knew I knew yep. that part of the conversation was coming. I was dreading it a little bit, but here we are. No, this is here we are. Okay. A little bit of backstory. <laughs> Celtics Twitter had a little moment today when Jay King, our Jay King, admitted that Brian Scalabrini basically reached into his chest, pulled out his still beating heart and eternal soul, and ate it on the court in a game of one-on-one. So let's start from the beginning, Jay. What possessed you to play a former NBA player in any sort of competitive endeavor? So he just had like the big three draft or whatever, the three-on-three draft. And so he showed up at the practice facility today, and he was clearly wanting to get a workout, and I think he wanted to play pickup with the coaches. And he asked me if I want to play. What am I going to say? Like, this is Brian Scalabrini oh, yeah. asked me to play. I'm like, yeah, you know what? I'll sure, play. okay. And in the back of my head, I'm okay. like, I, I know he's an NBA player, a former NBA player. I know he's spectacular at basketball. In the back of my head, like, like it's the deranged competitor in me where I'm like, I might be able to, I might be able to do some things here, you know? <laughs> no. So wait, he asked you to play one-on-one? Yeah. Yeah, he asked me to play a little one Okay. Okay, so now, all right, so I, I will say that as a former player myself, I would have jumped at that opportunity. Yes. So I'm not going to begrudge you your uh, that, okay? So at least I know now that you didn't do something stupid and be like, challenge him. So, so, so a little bit of backstory. The other day he had asked me, game to 30, how many points would you score against me? And I said – Probably five. And then he said, how much money would you be willing to bet on that? Would you be willing to bet $5,000 that you would score five? (laughs) And and I I thought about it. And, and, you know, it was like, like, I mean, I think I could get five. A game to 30, I better be able to get five against any human. But 
But at the same time, like this is a former NBA player. I, I was like, I'm not betting. I'm not comfortable really betting money on that. And I, I felt so soft inside, uh, just embarrassed, but definitely not putting $5,000 on it. But anyway, so he asked me to play one-on-one today. And so that's how it started. And it did it did not go well. It uh, it definitely did not go well. So the first the first did, two plays he went. I, to the, did you get the ball first? No, no, he took the or, ball first. Uh, oh, now that's lame, Scal. No, Come on. I, I think I think I got the ball first and I hit a three, and then I missed, and then he got it, and he he kept it for a little while. So so his first possession, I right. I, I fouled him, and like he was going to the hoop and. He he put it like he's a big, strong dude. Like he is really strong. It turns out, turns out NBA players are really strong guys. Um, so, so, so he put his shoulder into me, and I, I just kind of fouled him so he wouldn't wouldn't score a bucket. And then he he did the same thing. I did the same thing. He didn't score, but he got mad. <laughs> and uh, he was like, afterwards, he said that was your biggest mistake was fouling me because then any chance I. I was going to take it easy on you. Went out the window, <laughs> and and a few plays later, like he he put his shoulder into me, and I swear to God, I was like, like I braced myself for it. I try to like, like, like take it and and give it back a little bit, be physical, and I swear to God, I was just like immobilized, <laughs> like, like, <laughs> like I couldn't move. And then he just went in for a wide open layup, and it was. It was not good. There, there was there was a, a lot that went on that was not good. Scal Scal waxed me, um, and then like it was it was harsh. He so he we played two two different games. Like we played once, then I interviewed someone, then we played again. Uh, the second one, he gave me like like the the weakest comment. He was like, "Yeah, you have a really good base defensively." Like. <laughs> Like sweet man, like, <laughs> I have a good pace. Thank, thanks for the great compliment. Like you're scoring every goddamn time, but at least I have a great base. Uh, um, and then he said, "You put that in your Twitter bio." What, what else did he say? He said, "Yeah, oh, I, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna be out here the second time he, he invited me to play." He said, "You know, this time I'm just gonna work on some stuff. Like, like, <laughs> like you're not even gonna challenge me, so I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna work on my game. You know, I'm just gonna." <laughs> <laughs> you're 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 basically what the chair drill was to Yi Jin Jianlian yeah. and those. <laughs> yeah. So. Now, okay, so it's Brian Scalabrini who we know. It's he he was an NBA, obviously an NBA player. Started in a few games for the Celtics back in his days with the Nets. Look, you know, had had a few moments, but no one's going to confuse Brian Scalabrini with any sort of star player or anything like he was he was okay in the NBA and when you think about how good he was years after his his time on uh, on the floor and I, this I, I don't what, what I'm getting at is I want to know like how good he was compared to other good players you've played with because everybody's like oh it's scal scal sucks or you know whatever he's a scrub like I don't care. He's he's better than a lot of people who've played in the NBA, and those people that he's better than would still crush anybody, any of us, when they when they walk into a gym. So I just kind of want to get a sense of like how good Scal 
is okay. in relation to normal human, be- okay, human so beings. Okay, he's, so he's 6'10", probably the strongest guy I've ever defended. And, I, I mean, I've defended some big dudes. He, the thing that stood out the most, the, the efficiency in his movement. Like, there, there's no wasted movement there. And he knew, how to, he knew how to create separation. Obviously, he can do it anytime he wants against me. But it was like I couldn't even contest a shot. Like, there was not a single shot I could touch, contest, bother, whatever. It was, it was the, the most at a man's mercy I've ever felt. And I, I've, played some good, <laughs> I've played some good players. Like, I've, I've played a lot of guys who played high division one college. I've played a few guys who played professionally. I've played a couple NBA players. But playing him one-on-one with, with no help from, <laughs> from any other defenders – it was I was helpless. I I really was. I was at a man's mercy, and and there is no worse feeling as a human than knowing <laughs> knowing some other person can do whatever the the hell he wants to you. It was, and and honestly, the deranged competitor in me th- still thought like, like, okay, a couple tweaks here and there, and I, like I I can stop him. I can get some buckets. No, no man, no, no, it was it wasn't happening. But I'll keep trying. I if want I get the chance. See, and, and this is the thing. Like, I really, really want to crush you and bust your balls right now, but I would do the exact same thing. And as you're talking, I'm like, I, I kind of need to play scout one-on-one myself just to kind of see how bad it is. That, like, that's, that's in my head. I'm like, I got I to gotta experience this. I need to see for myself exactly all of these things that you're saying, knowing full well exactly how it's going to go. But I mean, I've got a little bit of size on you. I could probably body him a little bit better than you can. But I'm not convinced, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's that it was bad. It was it was humiliating. And then Marcus Smart came walking out, and he looked at me like looked at us playing one on one, like what the hell is going on? <laughs> uh. Oh God! He probably should have given you some advice to check yourself out and get your head together. And maybe go back in a little bit later on. Yeah, you know what? I I, I could have used that. I also could have used some some bloomthat.com slash Celtics flowers. <laughs> bloomthat.com slash Celtics, guys. They do they do I'm sure they do have some condolence flowers for your dignity. No, nah, there there's nothing there's nothing that can heal that wound. That one that one's deep. <laughs> that one's um, bad. It was bad. And then of course someone had to be taking video of it. And of course, took, the video didn't look that bad. It, it looked fine. It looked pretty bad. Like that was that was pretty damn bad, dude. It looked like Brian Scalabrini was scoring on you. What, what, what do you expect? Yeah. I know it probably felt bad, but it's like, yeah, Brian Scalabrini was doing NBA player things to a non NBA player. Yeah, it's 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 such a weird thing the competitiveness that like I was getting upset that he was scoring on me like like I didn't know what was going to happen you know like like I had a real chance of stopping him I I was like legitimately mad that he was scoring on me and and meanwhile like this is a guy who played 10 years 11 years whatever it was in the league <laughs> has a championship ring I, and yeah I get it I get it I get that mentality deranged, I totally I totally get it it's yeah yeah okay well great story Thanks for sharing that and uh, opening up about your crushing defeat and the loss of your soul on the floor <laughs> in Waltham today. 
uh, want to thank everybody again who has rated us five stars and given us a review that has propelled us so high in the iTunes rankings. Uh, I really, I know we joke around a lot, but I really, really do appreciate the the fact that you guys listen and are actually rating us and and giving us the reviews. That's that's amazing. I know we we keep asking, and you guys are doing it. I know our 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 listenership has taken a, a a bit of a jump in the playoffs, and we hope that a lot of you who are new will continue to subscribe through if it's iTunes or Google Play or somewhere else, wherever you get podcasts. That's where we exist as well. We're in there, and like I said, we're rolling with the big boys. We're climbing those rankings. Now I want to get into the top 100 of all sports. So let's keep keep giving us those ratings. Keep giving us those you know good reviews and let people know the higher we climb in the rankings the more bloomthat.com slash celtics type stuff we get to do (laughs) (laughs) oh god so there you go so all right next podcast will come after game two and hopefully we're celebrating another win by the boston celtics Thanks for listening. This has been the Locked On Celtics Podcast. We are part of the Locked On Podcast Network.